Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Mark Chalmers, CEO at Energy Fuels. We talk about the buying of pounds in the market, uh, M&A activity, uh, what's happening on the rare earth front. They're processing monazite now and going to be sending uh, it to Estonia for separation and eventually bringing that all in-house. Can they compete with the Chinese? He gives us his thoughts. And if you want my thoughts and opinions on the conversations, topics discussed, the company and their business plans, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports and analysis. There are commentaries from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities, including our weekly Uranium show, now it's 51st week. Um, quite an interesting and insightful show in itself. We've got training courses on there. We've also got summaries of all the interviews that we've done, just to save you some time, because we know you're busy people. But and most importantly for us, go and join a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, safe, friendly environment, free from judgment, trolling, and abuse. Uh, I think you'll love it. Uh, you can do that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Mark, how are you doing, sir? Excellent, Matt. I'm always good. You should know that by now. I know. You're always... I always answer and we're, 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 I'm doing well. You're, you're, you're far too lively, far too energetic for, for my liking. Uh, but I'm not surprised. Uh, market cap over a billion bucks. It happened. You must be pleased. Well, yeah, absolutely pleased. You know, when you when, when you when you get to these higher market caps, that gives you a lot of capacity that you don't have when you know you're you know 150, 200 million uh, market cap. So uh, yeah, look, everybody's going on a, a good ride here in the, in the, particularly uranium space, rare space. So um, you know, these are the kind of um, periods that you know you 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 want to you have to have been in the market before the market turns. This is the time that you're glad that you've been through those those darker periods when when the investment wasn't quite so uh, uh, you know bullish on on what we're doing. That's that's for sure. Hey, well, like um, we got a whole bunch of new uh, viewers, uh, a lot more generalists here. Going to have to ask you. I know you've done it for me a lot of times. But give me that one minute summary overview of the company, and I'll pick it up with some of the questions I've got for you from there. Okay. Well, look at uh, there's no peers to energy fuels because. Uh, we're a critical mineral material company, and, and our primary business is uranium, but the addition of the rare earths uh, is really exciting for us. And then uh, if you look at our you know, ability to produce vanadium and some of the recycle, um, you know, we're quite diversified as a, as a company, but we're a green energy company that can reduce carbon emissions uh, and help with electrification uh, of the world, basically. So um, we're more diversified than a only 100% uranium-focused company. Okay, well, let, let's talk about that positioning because then a lot of people jumping on the green bandwagon here, and I, I get the uranium, um, you know, where, where that is positioning itself. You're talking about rare earths in, in the in the context of being a, a U.S. hub. We've talked about that before, but. How much value are people putting on the rare earth component? Because uranium has been on a tear. Most companies have you know, doubled or trebled in price. The market's done all the heavy lifting for you guys, really. So this billion dollar valuation, is that, is that down to the uranium or the rare earth story? Yeah, yeah, look, you'll never know exactly what, what, what you, and how you can uh, you know, allocate value, but I, I think we're still tracking with our uranium peers. Um, I think we're probably sort of in the middle of the pack with our uranium peers. 
Uh, I think that people still have a hard time kind of figuring out, you know, energy fuels if we're doing uranium rare earths and and how that, you know, how that all packages up. So uh, I believe that there's still a lot of growth to go uh, on the rare earth side as we uh, un, you know, veil and, and, and move forward with our strategies and start, uh, you know, demonstrating to the market that, you know, we're, we're crawling up a ladder and we, the, on the top of the ladder are the MPs and the Linuses and it'll take us a bit of time to get there, but, but we're going to go up that ladder and that creates uh, other growth opportunities for investors. So um, I'm actually kind of glad to see that, you know, we, if you look at the two sectors, uh, that you know we track with the uranium group, and then we can still have that opportunity to to um, you know to grow with the rare earth sector. Okay, so I'll come to the rare earth in, in a in a in a second because there's uh, uranium's had a few quite interesting things happen in the market in the past few weeks. Uh, not least of all, uranium companies, juniors raising money to buy pounds in the market. Can we expect to see you do the same? Well. We already have our uranium and we produced it. We produced the uranium uh, at our facility. So no, we're not planning to buy a product. That, does that mean that we, we wouldn't consider it? Um, you know, I, wouldn't, I don't wanna say no to that 100%, but no, it's, it's very unique. I can't recall in my 45 years in the uranium business of all these companies going out and buying uranium. And, um, uh, and look, and I, I think it makes sense for some of the companies. I, I, I really do. I think that, uh, you know, like us, uh, you know, if the price uranium starts to, to increase in value, um, you're going to get a lot more uh, lift on that than having money in the bank at current interest rates. So I think it makes sense for, for some, but I do scratch my head when I look at some others and think, why are they buying uranium? You know, it just seems like... Uh, a bit of a, you know, the lemmings are out there uh, buying uranium right now. Do you think we can expect to see more of it though? Will more people follow suit? Because when you say you're scratching your head, do you think, oh, that's just a marketing gimmick. It's just trying to get noticed in a period where we haven't been able to, as a uranium industry, haven't been able to do, do too much. We've been sitting around waiting. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that buying uranium is a hell of a lot easier than producing uranium. Okay. And and, you know, when you start looking at prices in the, you know, the high 20s and everything, uh, you can't go out and, um, and really mine that uh, material for those prices. So, uh, yeah, look, I think it's, um, it, you know, it's a way of people having some trading stock and some upside to the market. And, um, and as I said, um, to produce those pounds uh, at those prices, uh, uh, you know, some, some, some of these guys buying uranium, I think this will be the most uranium they'll ever have, um, you know, in their company histories. And I'm not saying that as a negative, but that's the truth. It's, uh, you know, it, it, again, it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's product that has uh, intrinsic value that's certainly greater than the prices that they're able to buy at. So it does make sense from an investment perspective. It, okay, sorry, it's, I hadn't thought of it like that. That's, uh, uh, I know you're not trying to be amusing, but it was quite amusing. Um, okay. <laughs> That's quite good. Um, okay, so if I if I look at um, the the market at the moment, and um, I'm seeing all of these companies raising money to go and buy pounds in the market, I'm also seeing them get get their bids filled really quickly. They're making an announcement. We've raised some money. We've closed the deal, and they've transacted. So they're, they're getting filled. So does that suggest there's a lot more uranium out there than we uh, perhaps realize? 
You know, I, I don't know for sure, Matt, but I think that the market is deeper than than maybe some people had thought when, you know, you go out and try to acquire pounds that you're able to acquire them. Um, but yeah, people have been able to acquire pounds um, fairly quickly. And, and uh, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what exactly that signals, but it does signal to me that, you know, there, there is product to buy. And I think that even companies like, uh, you know, Cameco, have gone out and, and been buying for some time now. And, uh, you know, they find that they, if they want product, they can buy it. And, and, and I think that's one of the problems uh, with this whole contracting cycle, that the utilities, when they've needed material, they go out and they, they, they round up the pounds they need and, and uh, they, you know, they're not finding it to be too overly tight. So, but we know it's changing, Matt. We know it's changing because we're producing a lot less uranium than we're consuming, the world's consuming right now. And I am really pleased with um, sort of the, the growing um, recognition of the importance of nuclear power uh, for baseload energy. And, you know, even recently with the, you know, the EU, uh, you know, declaring it as sort of clean energy sources. Um, so I think we're on a new wave here and it's been a long and coming uh, you know, over this last 10 years or so. Yeah, and that's a topic we discussed at great length in our weekly uranium show at uh, on the cruxinvestor.com forward slash club platform. Um, the, the fact that some of the some of the countries are getting behind it and a lot more positive discussion being had even in the States. I mean, you're obviously based in the States. Is the Biden administration still making positive noises? What are you hearing about the Uranium Reserve Fund? Any movement on that? Well, yeah, look, at they are making, you know, some positive moves and statements on on all on, on nuclear. Um, you know, we're still kind of waiting to see how the Department of Energy rolls out the, the uranium reserve. Uh, that's been going a bit slow. I think they're still trying to fill uh, a number of these uh, appointed offices, uh, you know, in these different organizations uh, and departments, uh, which has slowed things down a bit. So, uh, yeah, look, at I think we're, we're still pushing everything we can push. Um, and and, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually uh, quite pleased with you know, the positive statements that uh, the Biden administration's made on on all things critical minerals and materials. Um, so that's been good. And, uh, you know, let's see where it goes. But I think we're, you know, on a super cycle for low carbon energy. And, uh, you know, hopefully that'll be around for a number of years here. Okay, so, you, so it sounds to me, and I, I know you've said it before, but you're not counting on U.S. government contracts. You're not counting on U.S. uranium reserves to bolster your fortunes and any, any, you're not expecting it anytime soon. You're getting on with the business of doing business. Yeah, yeah. look, we, um, you know, you're, you're aware of all the work we did with Section 232 and whatnot. You know, that's took several years now, if you look back at when we started that. And, um, you know, we haven't, um, you know, been able to yet capitalize on, on, on support from the government. Um, you know, we believe that it, it is coming but we're just managing the business based on our own fundamentals and 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 focusing on our our ship here. So we're we're gonna we're gonna you know drive our ship or drive our bus, whatever way you want to use analogy to use. Um, and uh, you know if we get support, we get support, and we'll, you know we'll we'll take it uh, if we get it. But uh, right now, you know, time is important. Being able to move fast is important, 
And so that's the way we're driving the, the, the company uh, at energy fuels. Okay, look, I, I won't stay too long on the uranium stuff because I'm, I'm not sure, apart from the market sentiment changing, there's not too much, I think, on the ground that's moving. We've seen, obviously, recovery, well, a, a reset and then a recovery on the spot price. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, 27 bucks, mid-27s, and now up around 31 again. It's because of this recent buying, I, I suspect. Do you think that the spot price will reset at a lower level? Yeah, look, I, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, you know, as long as we have the imbalance and we mop up a lot of this, you know, sort of excess, uh, you know, material out there, uh, you know, I'm hoping that it continues to, to, to creep forward. We know that we need higher prices. I mean, $30, uh, even high 30s isn't really enough. Uh, there might be a, a couple projects out there in the world that can, cash flow on, on, on high 30s, but, you know, it's got to get up to that $50, $50 plus uh, range to, to really start to get interesting from a producer perspective to really look at, uh, you know, putting projects back into play here uh, from a production perspective. So, so yeah, I, I don't know how it's going to settle out, but as I said, is, you know, the, the $30 a pound, uh, you know, is, is, is cheap uranium, um, and, um, you know, once it's gone, you know, we're going to have to see increases in prices. Yeah. Okay. Like I say, I, I, let, let's park the uranium. I, I know you, you says but the dominant U.S. uranium producer, and we should be talking about uranium, but I'm slightly more excited about the potential of what you're trying to put together with regards to the rare earths. Okay. You've assembled quite a team of people and you're, you've got your monosite, first monosite contract uh, agreement signed. When do we start seeing things? When do we, we looking in at your process, get a get a sense of uh, what things are costing you, what the margins are? Are you going to be able to manage the entire food chain there? You know, can you genuinely compete against the Chinese, or are once again, you know, you're going to have to rely on the Chinese for some component? Well, we we. It's early days, but we believe we'll be in a, an excellent position, probably as good a position as anyone uh, to be cost competitive with China. Now, you know, to, to do that, you, we have to have um, full integration or largely full integration. We want to be as independent as we can um, from others in time. We've got the relationship with, with Neo and uh, in Estonia, and that's a, we're really happy about that because there is no separation in the United States. Um, we are processing monazite right now. Uh, we started uh, processing monazite uh, a few days ago. Um, and I, as I've said to the, to the market uh, previously, you know, we believe that at the, the worst case, that'll be cash neutral um, at the mill level, uh, perhaps generate a couple million dollars. Um, but, you know, again, you gotta, we, we, we've got to get some scale to it. This, this Kimor's agreement uh, is, is, is a great starting point. But we need to uprate the, the feed into the mill and get the economics of scale. But all indications to us is this uh, given enough feed and, and getting integration in place the mill, this is going to be a very robust um, a project for us with rare earth. So, you know, we're really excited about it. It probably has a, a higher margins than we see in the uranium space. So, um, I know that people are asking for details and more information. Um, we don't have those details yet. I mean, we're, we're replicating what the Chinese are doing. 
it's it's happening quickly. We've got lots of inbounds of people with with monazite, uh, you know, whether it's already mined or potentially to be mined. And we're working through those. And I hope to be able to be able to get more clarity, you know, through the course of the year. And I think people will be excited with what we're doing because uh, this is a big deal. It's a big deal, not just for our company, but it's a big deal for uh, the United States of America, North America, and, and actually the whole developed world uh, in terms of what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish quickly and at very low cost. Okay, I, I, I get it. It's, it's, it's early days, right? So when you're talking about you know cash neutral, because you're putting small amounts through it, it's, it's I guess, your, your version of a pilot testing at the moment. But can just want to understand entirely what you mean by we're going to copy what the Chinese do. You, you want or need to put a fully integrated solution in place. So stage one, get an agreement for a supply of monazite and process it. You, you are processing monazite now. So you're learning how to process monazite. What comes after that? Because you can't be shipping processed monazite and, and or sorry, the processed monazite in the shape of rares over to Estonia as your end solution um, for separation. Can you? I mean, ha- Surely that will damage the economics. Yeah. Well, we're making the, 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 the rare earth carbonate, uh, which is basically uranium, thorium-free um, uh, concentrate that, that we're shipping to Estonia. And as I said, there is no separation in the United States. Uh, Estonia and Silmet is the only separation in Europe. So, you know, we're able to move forward with a separated product, uh, you know, working with, with, with NEO. Uh, you know, complementing that in time. And, and in time, I'm not talking about five years out. I'm talking a year, two, three years out that we'll be looking at separation at White Mesa because we believe that the economics of separating that White Mesa and, and, and also having a relationship with NEO um, makes all the sense in the world. So we're going to um, we're going to push forward. And, and I, I can tell the listeners that we're going to separate at White Mesa. We're going to do it. If people think we're, we're trying to ask ourselves if we're going to do it, no, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to get ourselves in a position to separate at White Mesa. Um, and, and, you know, we're looking at, you know, the market caps of, of um, Linus and MP at four or five, six billion dollars. You know, we're crawling up that ladder, as I said earlier. So, um, you know, you know we're not, we're not going to be shy here. Um, but at the same time, we've got to get the stars aligned here to be able to inform the market in a, in a, in a better way, in a more um, accurate way, when we get more agreements in place that, that we can explain the plan um, more thoroughly. But, but look at the China plan. The China, Chinese are recovering the rare earths, they're recovering the uranium, and they're also recovering thorium. Okay, Now, we're not recovering thorium at this point in time. But we're we're thinking about that because they're doing it for a reason in China, and 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 there may be a, a reason, a good reason for us to do it at White Mesa. So, so you know, it, it's probably going to take us a few more months for people to get more um, more information on on what we're doing, and um, I look forward to being able to communicate that to the market. Okay, fantastic. I think people are looking for that because at the moment there's. I'll say it again. It's, it's early days, but they, they they want more. I think people want to be and you want to get excited, but there's a, too many unknowns at the moment. So, in, in terms of how much, um, well, how much you got? Have you got cash to be able to do this to do all this work on the rare earth side? You good for money? 
Yeah, yeah. Look, we're we're in a um, very strong position. You know, you know, we paid our debt off. Uh, we've got um, the inventories of uranium and um, vanadium. Uh, vanadium prices have gone up quite substantially, as has the uranium prices. Um, and then you look at the cash we have. We we you know we put in an ATM, uh, refreshed our ATM at the end of of uh, December of 2020. We exhausted that ATM. Um, and uh, so we're in a strong position. I mean, we've got, you know, 80, north of $80 million of cash or working capital. So we're in a very strong position, particularly being debt-free. Um, so, you know, we are, um, uh, you know, we're very pleased at where we're at and we're pleased with the attention we're getting, uh, particularly with those that understand what we're doing. And not many people understand what we're doing because particularly the rare earth space is, is sort of a, a very boutique um, you know, kind of quiet, uh, you know, part of the, the resource business that people don't fully understand. Okay. Um, can you just talk to me about the thorium? You talked about the option of producing thorium, but what, what's the market for that at the moment? Why would you be considering that? Well, um, look, it's, it's, um, the, you know, it's, the, I mean, well, I think the Chinese are recovering thorium because of the uh, interest in, in thorium reactors. Um, and, and there are, um, you know, a number of um, uh, groups out there that are just looking for sources of thorium. Uh, you know, a lot of the thorium that, that, that people have access to or have had access to the past couple decades uh, is old thorium. And, and it's, uh, it's had uh, some uh, radioactive decay and it's, it, you know, the purity and age and everything uh, is complicating things for people. So look, we think that uh, between uh, the thorium reactors, perhaps some medical uses, uh, there are uses for thorium and uh, it's not something you go, uh, you know, buy on the shelf at the grocery store. So, uh, you know, we think that it, it's, it's something that worth looking into. We're looking into it and uh, you know, we'll see where we go there, but um I think that, again, look at the China story and, uh, you know, that's what we plan to do, um, you know, but we're doing it in the United States of America. There's a lot of cash slushing around for uranium companies. You, you will have you know, quite decent bank balances at the moment. You've said to me in the past, I'm not interested in buying additional. We've got enough assets. Has your position changed on that? You know, I, I don't think it has changed, but... Um, but, you know, I'm always going to be open for things that make sense. I mean, I know that's a, a really simple answer, but, uh, you know, I've, I've mined uranium around the world um, uh, for decades. Uh, I'm not afraid of uh, operating around the world outside the United States. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see, uh, you know, how things evolve. But um, I want to, you know, continually focus on, um, you know, having uh, the best assets we can to be as cost competitive as we can and stay as focused as we can. So, um, but yeah, at this point in time, we're not, you know, running out and looking for, um, you know, new uranium projects. I mean, we, we, we might uh, look at, um, you know, some of the rare earth projects. We, we, it's again, not on the, the number one on our plate here. Uh, but, you know, there are people inbounding us with, with certain opportunities on those fronts. So, uh, yeah, just step by step, we'll do what makes sense. 
Look, okay, appreciate your time today. Just wanted wanted to catch up. It seems quite a busy busy place at the moment. You, people are interested again in the uranium stories. You know, equities are moving. Um, do you think it's just going to sort of sit back now, or, or can you expect, or can we expect this to keep moving steadily towards the end of the year? Well, I can tell you, we're not just sitting back. Uh, you know, we're as busy as we've ever been, and. Um, and but you know as I've told everyone you know we're not you know you know jettisoning the uranium business we that's our that's our core business and we've got a long history there um, but no we're we're as busy as we've been uh, since I've been back with the company for coming up on five years um, you know you know we're we're going to keep running hard here and um, and and start you know showing people how we're climbing that ladder that I mentioned so. Um, yeah, it's um, it's a busy time, and and I hope that uh, you know the appreciation for for clean energy, carbon free energy, electrification continues. I I, I have a hard time thinking it won't. Um, but yeah, just keep watching this space. But it's been a good ride so far this last six months. It certainly has, certainly has. Okay, Mark. Well, extend touch. Uh, we'll let, we're we're watching eagerly from the side. Always a pleasure. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.